We were never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and crazy, but when we do life together, it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I also love sharing all the secrets about things that have worked for me so that they can help you. On Living Easy, I really like to dig deep. We will laugh together and struggle together. You'll hear honest insight and practical tips about things like time management, building a brand, traveling, strengthening your faith in your marriage, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I'm Lindsay Maestas, and this is the Living Easy Podcast. Hello, my lovely friends. It is Lindsay. I am so excited to talk to you today about budgeting. So budgeting is something that Jesse and I have really been working on for the past few years. We are not naturally wise with spending our money. We both love spending. We love to shop. We really love to eat out. And as we started going through our bank statements and kind of tracking what we were spending, I genuinely wanted to throw up. The amount of money that we were spending on food a month was insane. And I'll just tell you right out, I think we were spending over $1,500 on food. And granted, we love going out. We love taking our friends out and treating our friends to dinners but we realized we were doing that way too often. We were ordering food in way too often and we were wasting the groceries, which made me feel really convicted. So with all that said, we have kind of set up a structure for how we spend money, how we budget. And over the last year, we have cut our spending money completely in half. And so that has been hugely encouraging to me. And I hope that these tips really help you in taking better care and stewarding your money more wisely. So first, where it all begins is to not close your eyes to the money that you spend. You have to know what you're spending. And sometimes it can feel incredibly daunting to look at that bank statement or even to look at your account, but you have to start there. So first and foremost, evaluate your monthly expenses. Whether you're single or married, just print out all of your bank statements. If you do have a spouse, it's nice to do this together so that you both have the same general understanding of where your money is going. Print out your bank statements and categorize them. So I will separate them out into five categories. First is giving and tithing so that we know where that money is going. And that's always for us, the first fruits of our money goes to giving and tithing because our money is God's and not ours. Second, I'll do entertainment date nights. And so any entertainment for the children or for date nights, that all is categorized into one. Third is food, and that includes groceries and eating out. Sometimes we'll separate these just to see where that money is going. So you can do that as well if you wish. Um, And then we'll do miscellaneous, so miscellaneous items. And then separately, outside of our free spending money, we will do all of our bills and categorize those out and see where we're spending. So that's the way that we do it. Another way that you can do it that might be more clear-cut to you, that's just how I like to do it, is to separate it into these six categories. So first one would be fixed bills. So the fixed bills are the bills that you can't change unless you were to sell your house or your car, which definitely should be considered as an option if you're struggling with debt. And then the manageable bills are bills that you're spending, say, on television or internet or phones and finding ways to lower those costs. 
And one trick of the trade, you guys, is if you are to leave a company and go to another, they almost always have a new customer plan and they'll have a discounted rate for you for the first six months, say. And then once that six months is up, you can call the other company and see if they have a new customer plan. And if you're not under any contracts, which the goal is to not go under contracts, then you're able to do this and kind of keep your rates low or at least let your current provider know that you're being offered a different amount and that they can fight to keep you. Next, um, so you have fixed bills, manageable bills. Next is generous gifts and tithings. So that's, again, where you're giving your money to the church or to ministries or friends in need or family members in need. Then there's eating out groceries, and miscellaneous spending. So miscellaneous spending includes shampoo, clothes for yourself, for your kids, just money that is randomly allocated in different areas. And then once you're finished doing this on any of your bank statements, credit card statements, you want to write down what you're currently spending. And then next to that, you write down what you want to spend in the next month and also a plan of how you're going to make that happen. So secondly, another rule of thumb is to freeze your credit cards. So here's the deal. A lot of time you don't have to necessarily freeze them, but you can put them somewhere that you're not able to access them easily. And this will allow you to use cash for more. If you're, especially if you're in debt, this is a way to go. We use Southwest credit cards and we use those to get points but we're really intentional about paying those off right away. I know that that can be hard for some, or if you're already in debt, that's a struggle. So don't allow yourself to keep accruing that interest. You want to only spend what you have. So when we spend on our credit card, we go home immediately and pay it off with our debit card, our cash, so that it doesn't accrue interest. So if that's a struggle for you guys, put those credit cards away, far, far, far away, so that you don't put yourself into more debt. Next is using cash. So there is something, you guys, about using cash versus using debit cards. So I feel like when you have a pile of cash, you're way more intentional about where that money goes. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I'm really careful with my cash. I want to use it so wisely. So I think switching to a cash-only system can be really beneficial for some of you. Um, And a lot of people, statistics show that they spend less money when they use cash because they get that sort of visceral experience instead of just swiping that card. And if you don't use a credit card, then you're not spending above your means. So one way to do this is the envelope system. We are not great at this system. And I'm just going to be really candid about that. It's really hard for us because my husband's job is commission only, and it is possible with commission only jobs, but it's harder for us. But for people who have a solid income, you guys, this is one of the most successful ways to stay on top of your spending. So an envelope system is basically where you put the cash that you want to spend on different category purchases into an envelope. So you'll have an envelope for groceries. You'll have an envelope for children's activities. You'll have an envelope for miscellaneous spending. And when you go to buy groceries, you go directly to that envelope and pull out the money that you need. And then any change goes back into that envelope. And this makes you fully aware that you're spending only what you have for that item. And the goal is to not pull out of a bunch of other envelopes to fill one space, but you do have that option. So say you need money for a birthday gift, right? But you didn't plan for that birthday party. You just go to say your entertainment money or your date night money, and you can take a little bit out of that for that gift. So you know you're not spending above what you allocated for that month. 
I hope that makes sense, but it's actually really, really beneficial. And if you've ever heard of Dave Ramsey, I highly recommend reading his books. He implements the envelope system and it's really successful. Next, institute a 24-hour rule for purchases. So I would say anywhere from 24 hours to a week is when you really want to consider, do I need this? I think it's really easy when we're scrolling through social media to think, oh my gosh, I have to have this jacket or I have to have this purse. I get it. I struggle with it. But if you make yourself wait for a week or even a day to decide, do I need this? Do I have the money for this? It's helpful to be more wise, more aware of what you're spending on, to not be impulsive. And also, if you have a spouse or a best friend or a parent who you can run this by, do so. Say, hey, struggling with this, do I really need this? And sometimes your friends will be like, yes, get it. But if they love you and they know where you're struggling financially, they know that you're trying to be more wise, they might ask some accountability questions to help you determine if it is beneficial for you and your budget. Next is cash app cards. So this has been probably the most transformative thing for my husband and I. We really struggle with spending money. We like to spend on coffee way too often. We buy food out while we're just running around. I am guilty of buying extra, extra crispy Chick-fil-A French fries on the way to get my kids. And it's probably the best thing I ever eat. My favorite thing in the world. And so anyway, that money goes quickly. And I'm sure you all have your downfalls that you just spend on when you know you really shouldn't be spending or you don't need to spend. But Some days you just want it. And that is what the cash app card is for. Jesse and I allocate a certain amount of money each month for our cash app card. So he has one and I have one. They're completely free. They're used as a debit card and you just have to get the app, cash app, and then you can have them send you a debit card. And then it's a reloadable card. So you'll put your money on it and we have that amount of money to spend however we want. So we basically Don't question one another on that. That is our own spending money. And whether you put $40 a month or $200 a month, that money is yours. And you know that you can spend it however you want. And there's a freedom in that. Like It takes away some of the guilt of buying because you know that is yours and it's done. And we now (laughs) compete with each other to see how much money we can have left over, which is really beneficial to us because if we end up with $500 on those cash out cards, we'll just put it back into our bank account and then let it reload the next month. So that is something that I highly, highly recommend. And by doing that, we have cut our spending money by 35%, which is awesome. Next is very similar to the envelope system. This is the every dollar app. And so if you aren't using the envelope system or if you are and you just need another means to track it, the every dollar app or website is amazing. It's everydollar.com and it does exactly what it says. It helps you to budget every single dollar of your income. So there's no room for waste or impulsive spending. So meal planning, setting our grocery budget has helped tremendously because we know what we're going into the store and what we have to spend. It's actually even more helpful if you use like Walmart or grocery store pickup, Smith's pickup, whatever you have, because you can then see in your cart online what you're buying and make sure you're sticking to that budget. But you can keep the Every Dollar app on your phone and you add in everything that you spend. So say I go to the grocery store and spend $50, I'll go into my Every Dollar app and I can either scan the receipt or I can just add in what I've spent. So it's tracking that money. 
And I go back to 2 Corinthians 9, 7, where it says, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And I think it's so important for us to go back to where our money is coming from, that our money is not ours, and that where our treasure is, there our heart will be also, right? And so I just want to encourage you all that if you're not tithing, if you're not giving to causes that are important to you, if you're not sharing that wealth, ultimately in some way, shape, or form, it's easy to get caught up in the love of money. And it's very important for us to battle that need. We, I need this. I need this shirt. I need this. And especially with social media and the accessibility that we have to things now, it makes it even more difficult. But if you take off the top of your income and you have a place that you're giving that faithfully, it really helps to remind yourself what your money is for, the purpose of your money, And I think that giving is something that brings more joy than almost anything else in this world. To see the joy on someone else's face when we're able to give to them when they're in need, it just reminds us of our purpose, right? To love others as we love ourselves. And a lot of the time it feels way better than receiving anything that we wanted in the meantime. So I just wanted to share that because I think it is something that's really, really important when setting your budget. Okay, now I'm on the last two. So next is having no spend days. So one of the things that I think can be really helpful to people is to set a day aside where you do not spend any money. When you have a no spend day, you commit to buying nothing. And if you try a no spend month, that's absolutely even more incredible. You commit to not buying anything except for what you need, like your necessities such as food or shampoo or whatever it might be. I think that no spend days, not only do they help us to save money, but they also help us to shift our perspective and our mindset as to what we really need. So consider this a fast, whether you do it for a day, a week, or a month, you can do it together as a family and just see what creative things you can come up with. You don't need to go out and get ice cream. You can play a board game at home or you guys can bake together at home, whatever it might be, just helps to reset our perspective and have a fresh start. And lastly, cancel subscriptions you aren't using. Subscriptions take up a huge chunk of our money. There are apps out there. um, One that I use is called Truebill, and it links your bank account, and it tells you what you're subscribed to and what it's taking out monthly because sometimes we just don't keep track of those things. There's other ones called Subscript.me, Trim, Outflow. There's a lot, right? So you can find what works best for you, but it tells you what you're subscribed to because that outflow of money, it happens sometimes without us even realizing how much is going out. So paying attention to those monthly costs and then canceling subscriptions or I laugh because our family totally mooches off of us and they will be the first to admit it. We pay for Amazon, we pay for Netflix, and pretty much our entire family uses those services. But with that said, if you have people you can mooch off of who don't care, obviously, mooch is not the nicest word, but say you have parents who already spend that money and you can save on Amazon or Netflix or Hulu, or if you guys can share your phone plans, we share our phone plan with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and it works out really well for us. And if you can find ways to save money and cut costs like that, do it. Talk to your family members who are already using these things and figure out how you guys can come together and split the cost instead of each one of you paying for those costs. 
So I hope that this was encouraging to you. Um, I know that it's a lot of information, but if you take it step by step and do these things, I guarantee you guys will cut your spending money at least by 25% a month. Pay attention. Don't be afraid to sell your car. Don't be afraid to sell your house and downsize. Don't be afraid to cut all of these expensive costs like a gym membership that you're not using consistently. Work out at home. Find a workout plan at home. Stop buying clothes as often as you do. Eat out only once a month or twice a month or not at all during a month that you're really trying to save. Be wise with your money. We are called to steward our money well. So I pray that you guys are able to do that, that this is helpful to you. And I would love to hear your feedback. So please take a screenshot of this episode, share on your Instagram or Facebook, and let me know what your greatest takeaway was because I would love to hear it. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, if you love the show, the best compliment you could ever give is to share the love. If you enjoyed this episode, take a quick screenshot to share on your stories or on Facebook and tag me, or you can simply text it to a friend or family member. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at livingeasypodcast or at lindsay.maestas. The more you share, the more of an opportunity we all have to bring a little bit of hope and joy to people around the world. So let's do it together. Thank you all so much for your support and for listening to Living Easy. You guys are the best ever. Have a great day. Bye.